You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is entitled, Let Us Walk by the Spirit by Joe Kime. This is part three of three. Jesus was in the body teaching from the outside in, the Holy Spirit from the inside out. That was another advantage. Now, let's keep... Keep looking here. Now let's look at Peter. Go to Acts chapter 2. After the Holy Spirit came, after the Holy Spirit came, look what happens here. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Remember, Jesus said, now what I want you to do when I leave here, I want you to go to the upper room, and I want you to stay there. Most of us know a little bit about the upper room and what took place there, but let me say something. Some of us need to stop, and we need to go to the upper room. That's where I've been at numerous times in my life. I I was so busy, I was running so hard, and I was doing everything I could because I thought it had to be done. And then all of a sudden, God sits me down and says, you need to go to the upper room and sit there and wait. Because a lot of what you're doing is you're just trying to, 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 to manufacture what the Holy Spirit is supposed to do through you. Look at verse number one. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all, there were 120, was one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. They were all filled, all 120 were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I will say something here. This is, I, 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 I work with a lot of people. There are some people that believe in all the gifts. There are some people that believe some gifts are no longer. And there's been a struggle. You know what I've come to understand, what I've come to, where I'm at in my life? This is where we all had to come to a point where we make a choice. Can I say this? People are making a religion out of the gifts, just like they did in 1 Corinthians in the church. Everywhere I go, people are so focused on the gifts constantly that they have forgotten the giver. You know what? We're not supposed to focus on the gifts. We are to focus on the giver. And I, want to, I, I feel very strong about that. Because I will tell you, Focusing on the gifts and trying to study them and constantly talking about them, constantly being wrapped up in them can get you in trouble, just like it happened in 1 Corinthians. I'm not saying, I'm not saying any more than that. I'm simply saying, 
Let us get our eyes off of the gifts. Let us get them on the giver. If the giver wants to do anything through me, if he wants to fill me with his power and do great things through me, it's because of my relationship with God. I, I'm just going to leave it right there. I want God. I want him and him alone, what he wants to do through me. If he wants to make a teacher, and I will tell you, there was a day I didn't think I could preach. I went up, and my pastor wanted me to have opening prayer. And I remember myself blacking out. I completely blacked out. I didn't even, couldn't even hear myself talk. I was praying. Somehow I got through it and got out of there. I never dreamt that one day I would be standing at Huntsburg Baptist Church, two hours away from my home church, preaching my heart out. But you know what? God has gifted me with that. He's gifted me with preaching. And you know what? I love to preach. I love that gift. When I'm in that gift and when I'm working in that gift, I love it. I love it. I go home and I'll say, Esther, it was awesome. I, I, I just feel so fulfilled right now. That's how I feel when I preach. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, Lord, I'm so humbled that somebody in this place would allow me to get up and preach and do what God has asked me to do. And that is preach the word. That is so awesome. Now, let's keep on going. Um, We're almost done. Uh, Let me say this. Whatever God is doing in our world today, he is doing through the Holy Spirit. He has no other agent on this planet. Jesus is in heaven. The Holy Spirit was sent. He is our plan. If I don't know the Holy Spirit, if I don't know him, if I don't recognize him, how is he going to be able to work through me? That's my question to me and to you. I want you to look at that picture. It's a little bit hard to see, but do you see that? That is actually an outline of the New York City. It was in 1997 that the electricity went out and all the lights went out. It was total darkness and that's what it looked like. Now, as I thought about that fact right there, I couldn't help but think, okay, all the light bulbs were still hanging in their place. All the electricity and all the lines and all of that, they were all still connected. What happened? There's only one thing that could have happened. That is that somebody cut the power to all of it. It didn't matter how together the harness was. When the power was cut off, all the lights went out and New York City looked just like that. Now, what did it look like when the lights came on? Before we look at the next picture, I want to say this. A lot of times... We are in the same place. The Bible says that as Christians, we can, we can, what's the word? It it just left me. We we not reject the Holy Spirit, but we suppress. Hmm? Yeah, we can hold him down. He wants to do something, but we hold him down. You know what that looks like? Just like that. You know what it looks like for those people that let him come out? And let him do what he wants to do. You want to see what that looks like? This is what it looks like. Right there. Which New York City do you like? Which one would you go to see? Which one would you pay to see? 
Which one do you like to be around? The person that is on fire, excited, he's confident, he's, he knows what he believes, the Holy Spirit is working in them. I want to be around that person. Those people make me feel good, if I can say it that way. They make me feel encouraged. I want to be that kind of person. And there's times, you know, even this morning, like, Lord, uh, Holy Spirit, I know you th- you're there. I know you want to do 100%. And I know I have, you have given me my, my self-will, my flesh gets in the way. And I, sometimes I push you away and I only let you operate at 25 and 50%. I want you to operate at 100%. Because when I do, I'm all lit up. When you do, you're all lit up. And there's two ways you can do ministry. You can do it that way or that way. I want to challenge you to go and have an upper room experience. If you, it's been a while since you've had just, I've done this. I've gone to motel rooms. My wife does not like it, so I don't do it very often. She worries about me. But <laughs> I've told her, they're the best days of my life. I'll lock myself in there get rid of all my outside connections, and just spend two days. Days and nights run into each other, and I just want to be there, and I just want to walk out a different person. Sometimes I just need to clear my clutter. Sometimes I just need to clear all my garbage. You know, I struggle with, you know, people hurt me and do this and that and the other, and I've, am I holding grudges? Am I bitter? Am I still bitter? Have I forgiven them? And... and You know, I just need to get rid of that so that the Holy Spirit can once again begin to freely work in my life. Oh, church, I pray that would be true for you. Um, Can we look at one more? No, yes, we will. One more scripture. This is in John chapter 7. John chapter 7. This is one of my favorite scriptures. John chapter 7, John 7, and look at verse number 37. In the last day, wait, okay. In, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. What is this living water? The next verse tells us, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. (laughs) So, I will end with this. Church, we all know about the rapture, right? It's going to happen one day. The church is going to wrap, be taken out of here. If it's true that the Holy Spirit only lives in Christians, right? If that's true, we, we know that. They don't know him, but you do. He lives inside of you. Then when we're raptured out of here, the Holy Spirit, 100% of him will be raptured out of here. There will be no more Holy Spirit left over in the planet Earth. And chaos is going to break out. You can go to Romans chapter 1. You can go to other places. And you can see what it's going to look like. But it's going to be more evil than any day ever. 
But that's because the Holy Spirit is still being affected because Christians are allowing him to come out and affecting the world around us. And my challenge to you is, if you're here today and you have been born of the Spirit, then he lives inside of you. If you're here today and you've never been born again, then the Spirit of God does not live in you. Only those who have the Spirit of God living in them are true Christians. They're born again. That's what happens. When somebody gets born again, the Spirit moves in. He doesn't move in gradually. He doesn't move in because you belong to a certain denomination. He doesn't move in because you um, got so good one day that he says, Yep, you've finally reached that point. I'm going to move in. He moves in the moment that we are born again. Have you been born again? Do you know that he lives inside of you? Would you stand to your feet? Father, thank you for this time. Man, it was awesome. I pray that you would visit every heart right now. There's two kinds of people in this place today. There are those that are here. They've maybe even been deceived into thinking that the Holy Spirit lives in them. If he doesn't, I pray you would open their hearts and they would make this day the day of salvation. Maybe somebody's here today, they have quenched and held that Holy Spirit down. They have, re, they have been doing things their own way. I pray, oh God, it's been my prayer that you would also give them, open their eyes and help them to see it and change that today. The invitation is yours. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.